Welcome to Podumentary, <laughs> the documentary podcast, where we talk about a documentary every week. I'm Madera. <laughs> <laughs> Morgan's on the mic. <laughs> um, yeah. This week? Perineum. <laughs> the word of the day is perineum, evidently. Do you know what that is? Bonch. <laughs> <laughs> need to go on jeopardy <laughs> what is bunch <laughs> what is i wouldn't have gotten the point yeah you didn't say it right i know um so you can actually sit back <laughs> you're fucking loud <laughs> do you want to do you want to go back? you can actually i'd like to lay on the floor <laughs> <laughs> can we arrange that <clears throat> so what are we talking about a, a cinematic <sighs> masterpiece by name of voyeur it came out in 2017 which i i didn't realize i think everything's new totally <laughs> it's new to me so i'm like oh this, this must be just hot right out you know right out of the can but it's not it was from 2017 um it's about it it featured the voyeur uh it was a guy named gerald foos um and then the other main the author famous author the gay, famous gay author uh, gay talise was the person who chronicled the story that was presented to him by Gerald Foos. Mm-hmm. Um, directors Miles Kane and Josh Corey. Um, and it was about the creepiest motel on the planet, apparently. Yes. Uh, Manor House Motel uh, that was out of Aurora, Colorado. Um, and it, of course, brings to mind the fact that we're going to be at a hotel tomorrow night. <laughs> I was watching. I was like, "Oh goodness!" I I, th- I think that um, I am a little, little, you know, the 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 sprinkles of paranoia where um, you just know that people can do whatever they're going to do, and a hotel certainly would be a place where you're, you're like vulnerable. Yes, absolutely. But then I'm also just too lazy to like really inspect vents for cameras <laughs> or things like that. Um, and if people have, if where there's a will, there's a way, right? Like mm-hmm. nowadays in, in the time of technology, you, you can have the littlest, littlest camera and you'd never know it and whatever. But so, okay. So this guy, Gerald, mm-hmm. the voyeur, mm-hmm. Uh, what did he call himself? He said that he did his observation was like scientific. Yeah. So he has this motel. He'd been seeking it out for some time, right? Like over the course of his adult life. That, I don't remember that part, but yeah, is that what he said that he had been in the market basically for a place where he could explore his his voyeurism uh, that sparked from childhood. He said, but okay, yeah, here's the thing: the guy just seems like he's completely full of shit. Yeah. Um, but so, that's the thing, though. I mean, I think how many of us, I mean, that's the human condition is to, to be full of shit about your own stuff. Recreate and rewrite. Yeah. yeah take I mean, creative license with like yeah, the narrative of. You have met me, right? Oh, dude. <laughs> it's out of control. And then I tell you that you're that you're wrong about things. And I swear to God, I'll come right over this fucking table if you say anything. <laughs> I'll tell you. Here's some examples. Um I know that I remember things poorly. Well, that's the that humans do remember things. Humans like, do remember things. <laughs> it's it's a fact, no, except the, for the, the ones the, that don't. The they human have memory, memory loss. is not. Yeah, it's not ideal. It's your your memory is your memory. Mm-hmm. My memory is mine. Yeah, uh, and what have you? Anyhow, what's so, my phone? I don't. Who knows? The reason uh, why is because I need to put a timer on. 
It just occurred to me. Okay. I have in my a pocket. Phone. I got it. We're okay. So. I have a phone. <laughs> I was just letting you know that I have a phone as well. So, uh, yeah. So, according to this guy, Gerald, the the voyeuristic proclivities began when he was a kid creeping on his aunt, his mom's sister that lived across the street. Yes. She was the most beautiful, you know, thing that he'd ever seen. And so, yeah, he started like rubbing them out to her open bedroom window from across the street when he was a kid, right? So then as as he's an adult, he said that he was like, okay, cool, I got an idea. I want to have a, a motel or like a place mm-hmm. where he could see everybody and hear everybody and their activities, but they couldn't see him, yeah. right? So that's like a little bit of a power trip and like that's kind of Well, that. also, I think like anything, it's a compulsion. Oh, for sure. So like an addiction sure. almost. Because like if you've seen somebody giving somebody mm-hmm. a blowjob and you've seen people bang it out or you've seen people – sit and watch TV in their motel room. You've seen it, and it was years that he did this, yes. according to him at least. Um, so if you've seen it, you've seen it. And to that note, yeah, some, we'll get somebody to that. somebody in the in the film was say or the documentary was saying like, uh it's like gambling. Like you mm-hmm. you you have that I wasted the whole night and everybody just slept or watched. It's like TV. fishing. It's <laughs> like fishing. Have you been fishing before? <laughs> um and so there's yeah, like yeah there's there, no guaranteed payout but yes. you're always just waiting, waiting. for that thing which right? was really a great explanation yeah that waiting for the payoff but that is the 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 compulsive yeah compulsive compulsion isn't it weird like com- like the addictive brain like we're <sighs> it's it's just it it gratifies you it gives you like that mm-hmm. little that little bump mm-hmm. and so i mean it makes sense it's with people that shop or people yeah, you know absolutely. for bargains or yep. or uh people that um win a fucking contest right mm-hmm. or or um get a good grade like you're you're that's the payoff um the the version of the work that you put into it is different depending on the activity so this absolutely. guy his work because he was saying he's like uh, i'm uh it was scientific and I was I was observing and mm-hmm. taking like gnarly denial. notes. He what's even weirder denial than the wife codependency. Like both wives were both. They were and yeah, she's like, and they supported. I it. like that Gay pointed out. He's like, it's interesting that you would find two partners, and I'm thinking that, that would both put up with it. I'm like, and I'm thinking, uh, I know addicts and alcoholics. Oh, for like, sure. That's but the, also it's, uh, like it's pure addictive behavior. It's the same. They needed something. They they were probably well. The wife trouble. Yeah, me the, so the sad. One. Yeah, she looked like a like a uh, beaten animal. But it doesn't seem like no. She was also, I think, very low. I think, I, I think that there, there was, like was a, a developmental. Yeah. There's some stuff. But she, I, I initially when I saw it, looks like this kind of like skittish, uh-huh. you know, uh, beaten dog. Um, but then he seemed which. Mm-hmm. There is there is an abusive well, nature to is. their relationship, well, emotionally the, and psychologically, because you're you're taking on a partner, and probably because she was in maybe not the best way or circumstances. Mm-hmm. So you know it's predatory. You you you. She, have he explained a person, that she was under like yeah that she had uh, I think a child with special needs, and then I think either the first wife or the second wife yeah or some a child with a drug drug habit drug addiction something like that. But either way, so yeah. Maybe so it was his first wife. Maybe he's not the ideal candidate to partner up with and she's not the ideal candidate, but it's one of those things where it's a trade-off where it's like, yeah, he's got his weird stuff and she's I was flagging hard with him because no, even but, even the neighbors, we don't make friends with neighbors. That's very 100%. much alienating behavior like that is very, that abusive 
Yeah. But it's also because he doesn't have the skills to develop interpersonal relationships. Um, But I I will say, like, when the reporters were calling, um, she was like, how'd they get my number? I'm like, there's there's something amiss because you don't realize how the world works. Anybody can get anybody's number. Yeah. Um, And then she was telling him, get off, like, end the call, get off the... And he didn't, he wasn't very quick to, like, shut her down and, like, don't tell me what to do. You know, like... Mm -hmm. Uh, she was protective of him, mm. and then he talked about being very protective of her and like her safety. Yeah, so maybe it's more symbiotic. So it was, it, you know, yeah, that was interesting to see there towards the end once the and book thing, was I don't, coming out. I didn't rewatch all the way to the end, so maybe I'm just yeah. I was I was surprised to see that the dynamic obviously shown through a little Got bit it. more. You have to, have to see them together, you know, yeah, full a little bit more. Totally, um, but definitely it was like, oh girl, like I guess you kind of. Over a, a, a little, a little kind of way, um, yeah. and I say that only because I'm so attractive, <laughs> and like so the disparity between my inc- like incredibly, I don't know if I'd call them classic or ethereal, <laughs> or I mean it's it's kind it's it's universal. I think that my look <laughs> universal is universally uh, viewed as. Like almost perfection, almost. <laughs> and then so like her the being a commoner, like a you know, like a just a regular person. Um, I look like her just with I have longer hair. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Uh, no, so it was definitely like ah uh, oh no, what did you sign up for? And then sometimes when yeah. you're like down and out, and you do take up with somebody, you're like, well, now I really fucking can't get away. Like I mm-hmm. I hitched my horse to the wagon. Or the wagon to the horse, whatever. And you're bringing him sad sandwiches as he jacks off to other people. Yeah. Um, hopefully. You... Are you hungry? This must be exhausting. Yeah. Are you dehydrated? Hopefully she didn't give him like the the good kind of sandwiches he wanted. She's like, oh, you hate peanut butter and jelly? That's all you get, you <laughs> fucking creep. Okay. So he said somewhere along the way, he decided he wants to buy this thing. He has an idea. Cool. Um, I almost think that he's full of shit. So he says he bought this place and the roof was mm-hmm. peaked so that he could... Well, but logistically to, okay. get the peaky peaks going and he's like, I did all, almost all the work myself because I'm like, I almost call bullshit. I almost wonder this guy has these grandiose ideas about himself, like the the mm-hmm. the voyeuristic, the narcissism, um, which ironically is also kind of um, uh, there's opposing kind of personality traits, it seems mm-hmm. like that he was chasing gay and he was chasing, like, mm-hmm. then being, like, this... Because he wanted article. to glom on to somebody that was a name. And it's like, okay, if he Well, could, I think it was rolling off of his gay's... The... the, the narcissism article, the book. of gay? No. The, yeah. yeah no, he definitely, definitely had that. Definitely. But no, about the... About the, the... The book that... Was it the book or the article that he... No, he did a book. He wrote a book about um, uh, your the, wife's neighbor or... Uh, I think it's called your wife's neighbor, or you know your your neighbor's wife, about um about just the sexual revolution, right, right, and right. It was with swingers and hey. nudists and all that. Sorry, I gotta every time you do that, I gotta note it because I gotta go at three forty eight. I'll blow out their ears. <laughs> it's not an ASMR. <laughs> no, no, no. It'll recording. Yeah, it'll get loud. So um, no, sorry, my no, elbow you're, no, you're being fine. very very. They won't even know it. You guys don't even know what, the magic that I that I do. Not magic um, in my magical recording studio <laughs> aka the edge the of my doubles bed doubles as a, an office <laughs> and, and a bedroom, bedroom. 
and probably other things I don't want to know about. Um, are there vents in your ceiling? Um, okay, so yeah, so he obviously had like kind of narcissistic sort of things. Narcissistic, narcissistic, like and but then here's this bigger name, like you said, Gay Talese, mm-hmm. uh, the author, was hot shit when when then. Gerald started reaching out mm-hmm. to Gay. 30 plus years they were corresponding mm-hmm. before this all kind of, they, they started um, talking uh, about this. He started courting the story. They were going to do like yeah. a, yeah, an effort together to write the story, mm-hmm. write the art, write the book, whatever. Um, so it was kind of, it was one of those things where you have a guy that when he talks about himself, he talks about how I really thought that like God blessed me and like God blessed this project, the, mm-hmm. the fucking creepy project, right? <laughs> So you're like, are you? A well, little... I mean, truth be told, Jesus, I mean, God did okay some pretty creepy projects, and sure. still continues to um, go on. But then he sees this other guy that actually mm-hmm. has like notoriety and has mm-hmm. made a name for himself and has done some stuff that's a little bit more offbeat mm-hmm. and you know less mainstream, so to speak. But you is know? out very out and getting to be on talk shows and stuff so it was like here's this guy that obviously thinks very highly of himself but then there's also like this fucking fangirling that he did yep. towards gay um which i thought was was interesting um so yeah so he says oh i you know about the place and, and it was perfect it was what i needed for what i wanted mm-hmm. and then he says he built again i think it's bullshit i think somebody else probably put all that stuff together and he maybe just capitalize i don't know i and yeah. it doesn't really matter no. but um i just from the beginning you're just like i don't believe 90 percent of what all you're it saying. was was vents i mean it's all it is is cutting a fucking hole and then installing a vent i don't know what the you know what i mean it literally you're also making sure you don't fall through the fucking ceiling <laughs> yeah i mean so i don't know if he, he if probably he just that literally he had to put he probably or... just had to put plywood down and, and maybe that's maybe that's where the uh-huh. the the lie is in the story. Like he put some incredible yeah. thing together, and it really wasn't. No, it's just um, an A-frame, and you fucking cut some square holes, and then you install the rectangles. Oh, sorry, and then you yeah. Who has square vents? This is true. You fucking blew it. <laughs> you blew it, and people are gonna know that you're peeping Tom. So yeah, so he does this whole thing, and he's yeah, he goes through one wife that's like pseudo supportive, or at least according to him, and then. Uh, he gets, you know, goes on to the next chick and she's cool with it too. Did the first wife die? She, I mean, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> she just said she did. She's like, I'm, I, honey, I died. I got I'm going to get going. <laughs> Are you up there? She's just talking to the ceiling. Um, I, maybe, probably. Um, good for her. She got, she got away. So, yeah, so he reaches out to, to, to the writer and he's just like, I got a story for you. And certainly had all the notes that then apparently, I just, okay, so this is the thing. How did you not fucking check the, like, purchase history of the goddamn hotel? Mm-hmm. So, so they start to work together. Yeah, and then the New York. Well, no, I mean, they, they've been in correspondence yeah, yeah, yeah. for a very long time. But when they were finally going to, like, start putting this book together or the article. That was they figured the, the statutes of limitation had all passed. People because died. Because he's like, hey, hey, I might have been accessory to a crime. You weren't ex- an accessory to shit. Mm-hmm. You were literally, like, nothing has happened in your life. Even mm-hmm. if you really were rubbing them out constantly, mm-hmm. that, the fucking floor of that attic space. Yeah, and what are they going to take you hell. for? Your fucking duplex and fucking scottsdale that that uh, stair chair yeah <laughs> that 
It's legit. <laughs> I, don't, yeah, I'm like, I don't get it. But anyway. What he whatever. angrily like flipped the arms up. <laughs> so he rides the stair lift down, which I think is cool. The only stair lift that I remember ever in life was from the Gremlins movie. <laughs> And it seemed like you had to be like a very wealthy person yeah. to have one of those things. Now you can just, you can order them on Amazon. Like it's, it, the market has changed over the course of years so that it's a way more attainable thing. So Gerald comes <laughs> slowly, slowly riding down the stairlift, which is good. He's, he's physically limited. He's an older guy. Yeah. And then he's talking about, you know, like you know, things, it's problems that had arisen and he flips the arms up because he was mad. And it's just like the whole thing where we can't slam a phone down anymore to yeah. end the call. There are only certain, you fucking hang up the button like you really, really, or you can throw your smartphone and then be pissed at yourself because you broke your smartphone. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, the stair chair was pretty fucking funny. Pretty good. Um uh, so they finally start working yeah. on the project, and it's like, okay, cool, it's gonna, it's gonna come out. And, uh, and the New there was a fact checker fact, uh-huh. for the New Yorker, right? That there's was multiple, like, there's like a whole team. That's what they do. Yeah. A what about sixty six mm-hmm. purchase as opposed to nineteen sixty nine? Mm-hmm. And oh, maybe uh, you just you, maybe because they had been in correspondence for so long, it didn't strike so clearly that it's like he just feels Look feels like he's full he's of shit swarthy. he looked yeah. exactly like what the voyeur creeping in a fucking hotel attic you, you would yeah. think would look like totally. um but again it's like they had been corresponding Absolutely. for so long Check so this you, out. you heard all these things over years and years and years we're all hearing it just like this sounds like bullshit Check what out? No, so but that's where it started to remind me of. Remember the most dangerous animal of all with the author that wrote about from it was a was entre- it tigers. No, the guy that thought his dad he was a bandit. Oh yeah, yeah. the uh, the son of Sam guy. Yeah, no, 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 not Zodiac son killer. Of Sam, so he yeah. thought his dad was a Zodiac yeah, yeah, yeah. killer. Um, what is his? Oh, name? that's right. And then he gets yeah. in with the author, and she's like, cool. Uh, don't fuck up my reputation, and he fucked up her reputation. Yeah, totally. But that's the thing. I think once you build these relationships, it's like you have to remember. And like he said, he said they early trust on, each you other. Can't have you can't have a single source. Oh, hundred percent. You know, so. and he even says he's like Gay Talese. He's like, I blew it because I really shouldn't have put all my my eggs in this basket. But I think that was a little bit of his hubris. Like he was. Mm-hmm. I think that he had obviously had a really illustrious career and Gary stuff. Stewart was the guy that Gary thought his dad Stewart. thought his dad was a Zodiac killer and then like took that Gary that Zodiac author. Stewart. I mean that would make anybody think that your dad was a Zodiac killer. Uh his, super misleading. Yeah. Basically like yeah, completely yeah, wrecked a So they had built this rapport though, I think that was damaging mm-hmm. to being as journalistically uh, unbiased and and not having blinders she let on. him become her no i don't give a shit about that no one. i'm, I'm just saying about no 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 but i'm saying but the same thing Gerald. it's the same thing when you're you have a single source your your pipe of information is coming from just that one kind of yeah. a yeah um it's got a, a filter on it and yeah so they talked about how much obviously gerald trusted Mm-hmm. gay to bring him in on this mm-hmm. because he was kind of implicating himself and yes. at the very least you know the the peeping tom of it all um and then vice versa that mm-hmm. you know 
gay trusted him to be a, a, a good source. Yep. A direct source to this whole thing is like, I've been up there. Like, I know it exists. I mm-hmm. know, you know, he was doing this. But yeah, I'm like, how do you, how do you not check the fucking bills of sale? Like the, mm-hmm. the real estate history on the property. Maybe when when that one go, question came up. I've been up. talking about, well, but that's the thing. If you didn't when do it the initially. New Yorker, when the New Yorker is questioning it though, 66, 69, that, that just starts you wondering mm-hmm. what else is transposed Screwy. numbers and what have you. But that would have been, I was just really surprised. That would have been the easiest thing. You go on to fucking Zillow. That's where, that's basically the Wikipedia for mm-hmm. me of real estate. Exactly. I don't know how accurate it is, but I trust <laughs> it still implicitly. You go on, you go on to public records and you go, he bought it here. Mm-hmm. Was it 66 or 69? And then you go, you just make sure that everything yes. else with the history of it. And then of course, Gerald flips around and says, I, I feel like I let him down. So it was, it was a very, very weird, he got pissed it at, uh, gay when gay denounced the book Mm -hmm. because it was you know some of the things were questioned by other other publications and you know he's like dude i i I screwed the pooch and it's it's Mm -hmm. totally tainted now but then he was very uh gerald was very quick after being mad in one breath in the next breath to be like you could tell he didn't he didn't want to lose him no like he was very much um attached he at felt point for 30 years yeah if you're in a lonely the the loneliness living of, in a lonely world yeah if you're in a lonely secret place which take addiction, a midnight train <laughs> like and if you're in addiction and lonely loneliness and yeah it's to feel seen i'm sure 100 yeah. percent. and by again and by somebody that he regarded as like this and it's his life's work he gets to share his life's work oh yeah he's like nobody's probably ever done I'm like lots that's of a, people have done this they just they yeah. keep their fucking mouths shut about yeah. that's that's the game that's mm-hmm. the voyeur game you don't fucking tell people exactly it's like fight club oh shit <laughs> oh never can you mark that down and delete yes, it i'll write it down um i'm not supposed to talk about it mm-hmm. uh so here's this guy that's that's made a, a career in writing for himself and in in kind of like yeah. uh other side of the road sort of sort of uh topics with like living in that sex mm-hmm. nudist colony but it was like was yeah. it <laughs> sex encampment <laughs> exactly um yeah and doing things that were like a little bit you know less mm-hmm. less than the norm or you know like um off center of i just norm. like that he's like he's got to actually do the thing it's like oh oh no that you was have just, to that be was a serial killer yeah to, it's like you're full of shit you just wanted to you wanted to get it in yeah. yeah like come on and and then and, make and then some money in, off the book about getting your dick well and i remember like i heard an interview with him like on npr or something and he was talking about that and like his wife who was a socialite, she was like very gracious when she, yes. they were on the, the Donahue show. Yes. Very poised. And I was like, good for her. She's probably not as gracious when they're behind closed doors. I don't doors. know. I mean, she might be. No. She might have just been like, whatever, dude, yeah. whatever. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um, People have their We'll get another suit. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I, I thought that their dynamic was really kind of interesting. In certain turns, it seemed like Gay was. Uh, protective of mm-hmm. Gerald and I was very understanding and and like a sympa- anything else a sympathetic um, kind of ear to him. He says like at some point he's like I'm not trying to be his defender. I'm just trying to tell a story. Mm-hmm. But I think they had they had like a thirty plus year relationship. Whether it was friendship and 
Gerald very much is like, we'll, we'll get over it. You know, like, I think that, you know, he has some feelings and I have some feelings. You're like, oh my gosh, Mm -hmm. that is like in your mind, probably your best friend Mm -hmm. because you don't, you, you've not nurtured other relationships because you're doing a thing that you can't tell anybody about. And like you said, you get to finally be, be seen Mm -hmm. and heard. He's looking up his, if he's written anything out. Who, gay? Yeah. He's written. Probably, I just want to see it because that was 2016. Probably like Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh shit! God People damn. are like, no, just it, I, that God, wasn't a. We, the setup is not working. Elbow, evidently. No, no, no. It's not you. I do have. To I mean, it is my elbow. No, <laughs> but it's smashing. I've got it set up. This is not working. Uh, seven. So it was, it was, uh, uh, yeah, it was interesting, but yeah, I was just like, you're not, you're not a pioneer, Gerald. Nope. You're you... not a fucking hero. You're not a researcher. Yep. Um, it's, I don't think God's put his blessing on your bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, you, you talk about fucking addiction and, and uh, compulsions, his whole collection of, of all things probably worth something. Um, but not never anywhere near what he'd imagined them to be. So very much, um, addictive kind of, uh, hoarder vibe. Oh, well, the, again, compulsion, the addiction, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. shopping addiction. It's all, yeah. And always these grand, oh, you know how much that one's worth? That's any worth anywhere from this to this. Yeah. It's like, well, anything's worth a range of, of a, mm-hmm. an amount. If you can find an idiot that fucking <laughs> spend that money on it, on a useless piece of shit. And yeah, there's always an idiot that will buy something stupid. And that's the question. What did you especially. spend? What did you spend exactly. on it? Are you, even if you sold those things back for what you bought, like, are you going to break even? Are you going to turn a profit? But again, it was like, in his mind, it was an investment mm-hmm. for himself. But then I think that he really did wanted to be a caretaker of his wife, but he didn't throw any fucking bones around on getting her a good mm-hmm. hairdo. Yeah. Like. <laughs> no, if it doesn't, yeah, it doesn't look like anything. He hasn't written anything and he disavows that book. But then he, then he kind of turned... On that, he turned back to it, and when the book had come out and some time had passed, the very end, which I just mm-hmm. finished, mm-hmm. he'd gone on to late night show, late night talk show, and he says, what I found out was, yes, he sold the hotel to this guy that they mm-hmm. mentioned, Ballard, I think. They sold it, but Gerald still had access. That, he goes, as soon as... It was questioned about, you know, the selling of it and, and da 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 and the, the uh, timeline of things. Gay went, contacted that hotel owner that mm-hmm. didn't end up being the last hotel owner, but mm-hmm. the one, you know. And he says, oh, no, no, he confirmed that, that Gerald still had access to it so he could still go in and creep. Mm-hmm. Um, which is, again, very strange. Mm-hmm. But it's like the Nambla effect where yeah. it's like these types correspond and network with these types and so it's like wait how do you how do you find a guy to sell your motel to that's chill with making sure you still have a key so that you can come and check out the attic vents because then he knows the guy that's doing that too and also selling it but yeah they just probably were like hey you're into that weird shit well you want to buy this hotel because it's all set up for Mm -hmm. you i just want to have access so he'd gone back out on some kind of book promotion tour Mm -hmm. gay had and was like now I'm like a little bit more comfortable because he's still, there's still parts of it that would, would track and would ring mm-hmm. true. Um, 
still never, I don't think that they clarified or maybe I was just sleepy and missed it. The whole, I think I might have seen somebody get killed while I was watching. But then it turns out that there was no record of it there, but it happened at somewhere local to that motel but like not at that location and there again you're just he's trying to make his story yeah. somehow more uh exciting or and he is truly delusional uh, yeah and he just yeah because, but again that's why you can't take one source you need to have because people's perspectives are are skewed about their story to their yeah yes. to their to their they're the winner whatever yeah, totally. <laughs> whatever they're looking for all right so overall what did you did you like it I thought it was, I thought it was, I mean, I watched it. Yeah, it's creative. I watched done. it and, and I thought the, the arc of their kind of mm-hmm. uh, journey through writing the book, then the negative published, yeah. you know, uh, um, published, mm-hmm. the negative publicity that was coming out and then seeing the one react and the other and um, seeing gay to least be kind of a, uh, insulting of the film crew at certain points because he's deflecting and being defensive and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was like, you didn't really get your comeuppance, but it, you got a little bit of it. Um, mm-hmm. So no, I, th- I thought it was a, a decent watch as far as that. Yeah. I just, I, you're just like, you're gross. You're gross and you're not a creative gross. Like it's the same shit that's been going on forever. There's a part of me that just like, as much as I really like writers, that I don't like people that, by their own bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, even Hemingway. Like, when people talk about, of course, a different type of writer, but he just wanted to... He's a relatively well-off kid that fucked up his whole life just so he could experience Which shit is to stupid write about. because you don't have to be well-off to fuck up your life. No. No, no, no. <laughs> no. But you know what I mean? And it's just like, oh, it's so it's just not authentic. Like I, I like, I, t- I think that's the thing. It's like, I think I like writers. I don't know. There's just a lot of journalists too that I, when you, they, the way they explain things, it's just so douchey, you know, like just fucking tell a story. Like don't get, don't buy your own bullshit, you know? But I think when you get to a certain place in your career and, and you, you are making the money and you are, you know, getting the exclusives, mm-hmm. I, I think again, we talk about human nature things. I think that it comes around to you. It's really hard not to, not to, yeah, not to fucking buy in. Yeah. Um, and believe your the hype about your own self. Yeah. And get swept away in that. Certainly, there are people that that do keep their work persona mm-hmm. separate, and and you know that I imagine like just try to keep a level head and like keep their you know themselves grounded, mm-hmm. but. Um, when the whole fucking world is looking to you and believing you and trusting you, like that's, that's yeah. intoxicating. Um, and then, yeah, people are treating you a certain way. I mean, it's with, with anything, yeah. with being a, a successful business person anything. or yep. being a person. I'm just in, saying overall, I don't like anybody. And that's, and, bullshit. but that's the thing that, that is where you're like, okay, now I, you're not doing it for the journalistic integrity mm-hmm. Um, for the, the, the thrill and the chase of getting to the bottom of the story, because you do, you see where within science, uh, the, the whole process is supposed to be hypothesis and test stuff and whatever. And you're not, you're not supposed to skew things Mm -hmm. you're supposed to come up with. But I mean, there again, I mean, there have been scientists that have done things, studies that are, uh, let's just lean a little, put our thumb on the scale a little bit so that 
we get the thing that we're kind of pushing for and then they put a fucking drug out and everybody die you know like mm-hmm. there therein lies the problem um so I think in yeah in any in any instance where there's a human mm-hmm. in, in a, yeah, an totally. industry or a field, but it's and it stops being like you said genuine and you're doing it for the craft of it yeah um because no then, you're not doing it for the craft no, as I'm of saying it. you're yeah. not doing oh, it for yeah, the craft yeah, of totally. it anymore you're doing it because you're this name now. you're a character in your own story or you're you're yeah like you're you're yeah you just buy your own bullshit I don't know I don't know. I think he's kind of a, and it's hard to connect with people that, mm-hmm. that buy, you know, and you, you have, you have like the, the Oprah's mm-hmm. where you're just like, you are living a life and you, you know, you could have anything, you know, any material thing and you do. And, but there's still like a human, mm-hmm. there's a human vibe yep. to the fucking core. Yep. So it's, you see where there are people that don't get super lost in yeah. it, the dolly, you know, like yeah, the dolly exactly. thing where it's like, um, you are, are very self-aware, very aware of how to keep yourself grounded. You can be both. You can you, be in that yes. luxurious life, but you can fucking you can put on some sweats and chill. And I still feel like you're talking to yes. people like you, you remember that you're still a person and yeah. that everybody else, you know, yeah. is, you know, are just people. Um, Absolutely. and that, and I certainly think that was lost on, on yeah. gay. Uh, but either way, good documentary really well well done the, the motel um, has been demolished it's yes. not there anymore everybody's safe well that yeah. that particular exactly. creepy of that hotel way. um so yeah check vents absolutely check mirrors do that thing where you put your fingernail against a mirror right i don't fucking know yeah you put your fingernail against a mirror say in a bathroom or you know in a, a motel room mm-hmm. and if your fingernail touches the image of your fingernail directly Mm -hmm. it's a two-way mirror if there's a gap in between that's like a genuine safe nobody can look through you how do you know that through you through you (laughs) into your inside (laughs) it's not an x-ray mirror no people can't look through from the other side to see you because it's glass with with reflective material on the back of it and that's why there's that that gap gap in between all Otherwise, right. did you hear that, guys? That's you're, how you they're tell. looking at your butthole for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Everybody have a good week. Protect your buttholes <laughs> and your perineum. <laughs> All the way back to the perineum. <laughs> Bringing it around. Bringing it full circle. Perineum. Protect Stay your safe. bunch. <laughs> Stay safe. <laughs> Wear underwear and a mask. <laughs> All times. <laughs> <laughs> Underwear are just a mask for your bonch. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yes, bye. <laughs>